Welcome to the Elevate Together podcast, voices of change in the business of law. Hello, this is Nicole Giantonio, the head of global marketing at Elevate. The podcast episode you're about to hear is part of our impact series featuring Elevate customers who have implemented transformative change. Stephen Allen, the VP of Get It Done at Elevate, and Karen Sandler, partner and chief knowledge and innovation officer of Gilbert and Tobin, talk about planning and implementing change that meets the needs of the user, is efficient, and provides a high quality work product. So Karen, thanks for joining us. It's lovely to speak to you again. General scene setting question, first of all, because I think this is always an interesting question to ask somebody who's in your kind of role. When did the light bulb come on for you that stuff needed to change? Or was it a more kind of gradual realization? I think it was more of a gradual realization, to be honest. I mean, if I think about my background, I was a practicing lawyer for many years in equity capital markets as well as M&A. And off the back of that, I decided that client-facing law probably didn't work for me at that stage in my career with a young child on the way. And I moved into a knowledge management role. And so I think it was more um, a journey for me in that in that knowledge management role, I really focused on areas such as process improvement. And it was, you know, going into a knowledge management role thinking you're going to do only precedent work and legal related work. I somehow find my trajectory moving into areas such as data and process optimization. So things that you don't necessarily typically do within a knowledge-based role. But I suppose being at Gilbert and Tobin, there certainly is flexibility to do that. And along that journey, it was an area that really interested me. And obviously, with the change in the broader legal landscape, a real focus on innovation, a real focus on looking at efficiency and process to deliver legal services, I suppose I found it by default rather than an actual direction at that stage. That's interesting. But now you're kind of fully drinking from the fountain and... Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, it's a perfect combination because it utilizes my legal knowledge and understanding of the way in which legal matters evolve. And now what is a love of process and looking for efficiencies and thinking around strategy? There was a quote I read from you, which I think is really key. And for many lawyers who are concerned about or fearful of change, I think it's a good quote for them to hear which was, I actually think that the need to have deep understanding of legal is more essential than ever. I think it's really interesting for people as we're talking about efficiency and workflows and all of those things to understand that actually it kind of enables lawyers to be more of a lawyer. Absolutely. Um, It's interesting, Stephen. There is a lot of talk in the market around all these sort of non-traditional skills that lawyers require going forward. And I absolutely subscribe to that thinking in that lawyers do need to expand their emit around thinking around legal project management and design thinking and what it is to continually improve. But I think with the advancements that we see with technology, it will be absolutely critical for lawyers to actually hone in on their skills around legal and be the best possible lawyers they can be because ultimately that sort of more routine, commoditized legal work that might be currently done because we've had no other options and technology hadn't advanced, I believe fast forward five, 10 years will not be the case. So as a result, particularly junior lawyers, 
I think will be doing far more advanced work at a much earlier stage in their career than what we might be seeing at the moment. So yes, I always like to preface that by saying, yes, you need these other sort of skill sets, but absolutely, you know, first and foremost, you are lawyers and the requirement to have that legal expertise and deep legal expertise, I think will never be clearer. That's really, really helpful. I think the other thing is that you're somebody who's actually delivered change. So there are many in the field who kind of want to deliver change or they talk about delivering change or write about delivering change. There aren't so many who've actually delivered change. It would be helpful if we could just take an example of kind of a big change that you and GNT have delivered together and talk about perhaps why was that change needed? Because it always starts with the why. Absolutely. So if I think about that, I would probably say the introduction of our discovery or review unit. We launched GT Docs on the 20th of August of last year. And basically what that was, was a document review unit, primarily for our regulatory as well as litigation matters. And it was a centralized unit whereby we have a team both onshore, a dedicated team, as well as offshore through Elevate, which comes together to deliver a document review solutions for our clients. And the lawyers work hand in glove with the actual GT Docs team. So it is a very collaborative approach, but it is centralized and it is the custodian of sort of knowledge around document review. And we've also got very clearly sort of books of surge capability within those teams. So, you know, whilst we might have a core team of, let's say, nine people on shore, we are able to scale up that to 20, 30, 40, 50, depending on our needs. And similarly, through our offshore team through Elevate, the same principle applies. So really, it was delivered to actually streamline and allow us to scale document review on a day-to-day basis. Certainly a large-scale change project. And the reason I mention that is along the way, we've certainly done a lot of a couple of large things, but we've also done a lot of incremental change. And I think there are differences in the way in which you deliver innovation internally within an organization. It can be incremental and it can be quite disruptive. GT Docs is a unit where we leverage both onshore as well as offshore resourcing through Elevate. And that was obviously very new and unique to the firm. So there was obviously a lot of consultation that was required. Obviously, any change in practice, particularly when we're talking about a large piece of work or a large phase of work within a broader regulatory as well as disputes matter, it will be quite, as I said, sort of disruptive to the way in which the lawyers were operating. This particular piece for me was relatively disruptive in the way in which lawyers operate, but certainly quite a significant change piece within the organization. We had an enormous growth in litigation as well as regulatory work within the firm over the last few years. And as a result of that, we really needed to investigate a model for our document reviews that was both sustainable and scalable, but at the same time delivered the quality that Gilbert and Tobin are known for. So that was absolutely critical in the way in which we thought about why we needed to implement this change and how we needed to implement this change. So we certainly needed to have surge capacity within the team to deal with the ebbs and flows of our matter work. But as I said, at the same time, we needed to deliver on a solution that maintained the quality, but still delivered efficiency at the same time. In terms of that being surfaced, first of all, as a need, and then 
what a possible solution would be. How did you go through the process before you even got to the design piece of garnering input and thought, etc.? This was something that we had thought about for in excess of a year or so in terms of we certainly identified the need and that need only became larger as our disputes and regulatory team grew. The overall planning pretty much prior to launch of the project took about 10 months. So it was a decent piece of time. And that was really, we were quite purposeful in the way in which we approached things in that we really wanted to have the required and in-depth consultation up front because my view has always been if you invest in the planning, typically the end result works really well. And I looked at it in sort of three different buckets. So one being consultation and obviously in a partnership, it is absolutely critical to do that extensive partner consultation. A lot of point solutions in the past, this was quite a large change in the way in which we were going to deliver the work. We had initial sessions with a huge volume of sort of partners in the regulatory as well as the disputes team. Also, obviously, took it to the board as well. We had a lot of consultation with the lawyers and that was really to understand and help define the scope of the problem, identify best practices that they had also previously seen in the past. And as the project developed, we really sought that additional feedback from a broad range of stakeholders. So we invested a lot of time. Some meetings were great. Some meetings were really difficult, but that was part of the learning. And that's what we wanted because we didn't want to uncover those issues. Once we had launched the actual GC Docs unit, we wanted to uncover them at the outset. And we wanted to really understand what we were managing and what we were trying to deliver on. In terms of the operational design, we really had a lot of drafts of the operational design that, again, were shared with the stakeholders very early on. The detailed operational design, as well as development of playbooks and the like, occurred, I would say, over about a two-month period up to launch. So that's when we really started finessing what the actual unit will look like. And that obviously included the Elevate team traveling from Gagaon to Sydney to actually be with us in workshops, which was really important because it had buying from both sides. And obviously, there's learnings from GNT side, but then there's also learnings from Elevate. As they've worked with a lot of large organizations sort of globally in the space. For me, the most critical component, in addition to the consultation, was the change management piece, though. And we really thought long and hard about that from educating our lawyers on the new model of working. We addressed that through change champions. We really had change champions within the organization who were focused on this unit and could also talk um, at meetings about it and our progress as well as alongside us. We had lots of electronic communications. There were pamphlets. You know, We had dropping coffee sessions towards the end. So we really developed that relationship with the lawyers. And by the time we actually implemented that unit, I think people felt that they were really well consulted as well as the change management components were really dealt with. So there were no surprises. Yeah, no surprises is so important. And when you kind of went to launch, did you soft launch? Did you launch for a smaller group, first of all, to control flow? That's an interesting one because I'm very much a proponent of a pilot. But given this was sort of innovation as a service, it was very difficult to do that because we were standing up a team. So the way in which the team operates is we've got a core team in Sydney. We've got a core team through Elevate in Gagaon. And that has been really fantastic and really instrumental to our actual design in that we have one GT Docs unit. We don't think about it as the Elevate team and the 
Gilbert and Tobin team, we think about it as a combined team. And then we've got surge capability and capacity across both onshore as well as offshore team members. So because we were standing up a team and because we putting all the processes in place, it was very difficult because you don't know what matters come in. You know, that typically the matters that do come in require quite significant amounts of people in a very short period of time. So we might have a new matter come in and we might need to stand up 20 or 30 reviewers to enable us to deliver on that work within 24, 48 hours. So it was more around the preparation and planning and we launched the unit on the 20th of August. And in fact, we had demand for the unit already prior to the 20th of August. So I think we had two matters running even prior to the 20th of August, which is highly unusual but certainly indicated the need for the unit as well as, I suppose, the level of comfort around the consultation that took place prior. But no, so the answer to that is we didn't do a pilot on this and we went straight in. But I think because of the amount of time we invested up front, we were quite confident in the way in which we were going to deliver the solution for the lawyers. Definitely testament to the planning. How's it been viewed now? I mean, it's been running for a period of time. I suspect in some ways it's almost kind of become the norm. People have forgotten how radical it was, which is always testament to a successful change project. Are there any kind of lessons or surprises that came out of that that you've had to recalibrate or adjust? Yeah, absolutely. So look, the unit has been incredibly successful by all measures. Probably certainly from our perspective, we went in there and We had some estimates around utilization and the like. And I think in the first nine months, we surpassed those initial utilization estimates by more than 150%. So we had enormous demand for the unit. It has also allowed us at times, particularly at the back end of last year, where we had just so much regulatory as well as litigation work. And to be honest, it has continued through COVID. So we've been in a pretty fortunate position It, for example, allowed us to scale up 25 local resources and sort of, I think it was 24 offshore resources within 48 hours. And the key thing for us, as I mentioned earlier, was the quality. So the challenge prior around standing up a group of, whether it be casual paralegals or trying to find resources within the firm to meet the demand was not sustainable given the volume of work. So it certainly has been an incredibly positive move for the firm. The areas that I was certainly surprised at is just how quickly the lawyers adapted to this particular unit. And I think it's a lot to be said for the phrase, necessity is the mother of invention. And I think it certainly is true in this particular circumstance, just given the volume of work that the lawyers had even though you would expect that there might be incremental sort of change that happens within an organization. This was very, as I said, very disruptive to the way in which we actually work. But the lawyers sort of felt compelled to use this new offering because it delivered such enormous benefit to them. And because, to be honest, given the volume of work and given the fact that the lawyers were quite stretched in the way in which they needed to operate on a day-to-day basis, this was a fantastic alternative for them. And they still intricately are involved in the review process. There is no doubt about that. And they work sort of hand in glove with the GT Docs team, um, given the fact that they ultimately are delivering on sort of legal review. But certainly for some of those administrative tasks and finding resources, working out what one needs to do on a day-to-day basis, it is something that really sort of enjoyed. Now that it's progressed beyond where it is, what do you think are the kind of other incidental benefits of having made such a radical change? 
and it been so successful in terms of other things you may have up your sleeve in being innovative and the partner's propensity to accept new things? We have a very open partnership to change. So I think we're very lucky in that way. I think given the fact that it was all done in the right way. And there are certainly learnings for us as well in that I think you asked the question around, have we learned anything or have we had to change tact? And the whole idea of this unit is a unit around continuous improvement. So for example, uh, where we started in having various playbooks, we've continually refined those playbooks and we will continue to refine those playbooks on a day-by-day basis and on a matter basis, you know, introducing template document review process maps has been very consistently applied over the last sort of year since it's been in operation. We've got far more precedence in place as well. And, you know, not all of this was set up when we actually implemented GT Docs because we also thought that actually the initial move from GT Docs or the initial piece in GT Docs or the engagement from the firm would actually be probably slower than what it actually was in the end. So we thought we would have had more time to actually evolve those processes in the beginning, which we didn't because of how busy the actual unit was. So certainly that is something that we have honed in over the last sort of 12 months. And we constantly have that feedback with the lawyers and the review unit to ensure that we are continually improving. And there's been obviously times where we've had to refine things and there's been times that lawyers wanted us to tweak around the edges. And there's been times that we've had to work with the lawyers to think about different processes from the legal side as well. So certainly it has been a very collegiate and a collaborative approach to continuous improvement in this particular unit. And did it achieve, you know, there's a whole bunch of things in terms of efficiency, scalability, you know, those things. And knowing you, Karen, you will have set a whole bunch of metrics by which you were going to target and measure that. Managed to achieve all of those targets that you set yourself? I think if I'm honest, yes, which surprises me that I can even say that to you, given the fact it was quite a large change project. But as I said, we are very focused on measuring metrics and even that initial utilization far surpassed our expectations at more than 150%. I think just the ability to scale to the number that we've been able to with quality resources has been absolutely terrific. You know, our local team originally when we started was a core team of three and we're now sitting at a core team of 10. But at any given time, we pretty much have a core team of about 35 onshore. And it's been very similar with our offshore team as well. We've got a core team there of about six or seven. And at any given time, we might have 30 or 35 people working there. So certainly, we have met a lot of the metrics that we set upfront. I think if we look at it and what we wanted to achieve around efficiency, it has certainly done that. Quality, I think even the quality is better than what it was even previously. And that was very important to us. As I mentioned, you know, we've got very high standards internally and obviously for delivery of our client services. So that was absolutely critical. And by all accounts, we've had lawyers come to us with comments such as, you know, we just couldn't ask for anything more. You're our absolute hero. You've saved us. So really lovely qualitative feedback alongside the quantitative benefits. Um, We have also been able to phase out certain types of paralegals that we tended to have previously. So we sometimes used to rely on agency paralegals and that's something that we've been able to phase out, which has been good for the organization just because we now have stability and we know the surge resources that we are working with, which means that there's that continuity piece as well. So certainly from a metrics point of view, we really, I think we were on our 15th iteration of the process reviewer guide. 
So again, it's that embedded sort of continuous improvement. So yes, in terms of our metrics, we've definitely delivered and probably fast past what we originally thought out to deliver. That's fantastic. And do you feel that when you now pitch to customers and they ask you how you're going to deliver the project and obviously the price points, do you feel this actually started giving GNT a competitive advantage in terms of pitching for work? Yeah, look, I think first and foremost, we have exceptional partners and lawyers in our regulatory as well as our disputes teams. And so they stand on their own within the legal market. But I think certainly clients, as you know, Stephen, are very focused on seamless and efficient and quality service delivery at the moment. So I think what this does demonstrate is that Gilbert and Tobin is very focused on continually improving our services, identifying opportunities for improvement, which is certainly a theme that we are seeing within the legal environment. So yes, absolutely. And I think just this ability to scale so quickly, given the volume of work coming our way, has been very important from a client perspective. And also, every client likes to hear that you are, as I said, continually improving. So this concept of retrospectives and ensuring that GT Docs is really the custodian of knowledge in the context of document reviews. So we make sure that there is that continuous improvement on a day-to-day basis. So yes, I think it's probably fair to say we definitely do have a very strong offering already. And this has only extended that offering and made it even stronger. Fantastic. I've got one final question, which I think is probably a key question for anyone listening to this and hearing how you deliver a successful project. If there were one or two pieces of kind of key advice you would give to anyone who's about to set out on a journey similar to the one you set out on, what would they be? Okay. So that's difficult because there could be 20. But if I have to stick to two, I would go back to design thinking principles on this one. And really, for me, it is focus on your end user. And that is absolutely and was very critical for us in that we always had that end user in our mind when we were designing the solution. And I think the other piece of advice would be invest a lot of time in planning upfront. And I think certainly from my perspective, those two pieces have been absolutely critical to the success of the delivery of GT Docs because that consultation and that planning upfront meant that we were able to deliver something that actually met the needs of the user as well as everyone felt engaged in the process, which I think is incredibly important, particularly when you are delivering on change initiatives within law firms, where there can sometimes be, as I said, I think I'm very fortunate to work in an environment like Gilbert and Tobin, who is very accepting of change. And we've got a partnership that certainly supports and is very forward thinking. At the same time, though, like every human, we like to do things in the way in which we've always done them. So that consultation and that planning has been very important. And then, yeah, as I said, focus on that end user because you've got to always design solutions for those that actually will use those solutions. That was so helpful. And hopefully everybody listening will have learned enough to at least get started. And they'll probably start stalking you on LinkedIn to find out more. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Stephen, for the opportunity. Greatly appreciate it. And always good to speak to you. Tune in to the next episode of the Elevate Together podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and elevateservices.com.